Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 years or older. Oh, hey there, everybody. Welcome to Extra Points. Nay, is it the win play show? Either way, it is the same show name, but with a new format. It's your old pal Dave Damashek talking right here. And let me introduce, I'll cut right to it, what we're going to be doing here with Extra Points every week here. I like to list stuff. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before. I like to rank things. You know who else does? Most people, specifically sports fans. The problem is when most people try to rank things, their rankings are poor. That's where I come in. I do it right, but can I do it all by myself? No, I cannot. That's why every week we are going to rank things, win, place, show style. One, two, three, the best, the worst, the most, the least, all of it, win, play, show style. And I'm not going to do it alone. Like I say, every week we will put together a blue ribbon panel at the top of it, the anchor, if you will. One of our favorites, if you've listened to Extra Points, you've heard her appearances here. You've seen her all over the place on stages in your favorite comedy clubs around the U.S. of A., talking about sports and beyond. She is a gigantic Georgia sports fan. She is the roasted with the mostest. Uh, (laughs) She is the Southern Belle of ball busting. She is Sarah Tiana. Welcome to Extra Points as a colleague, not just a guest. How are you? Oh, man, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be doing this with you. Um, I think that it, it's great because we have such a great rapport and a very longstanding friendship. And uh, and we agree and disagree on lots of things. So it should be a really fun time. Well, your beloved baseball team, the <laughs> Braves, is coming down the stretch there. It's going to be great <laughs> stuff in September and into October. But, of course, football's about to kick off. So we have a couple of guests here. They happen to be married people, by the way, to <laughs> add to our blue ribbon panel, to round it out. A blue ribbon panel of four to get right for football season. Let's say hello to them right now, shall we? Let me squeeze in a quick break here. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code, listen up, Omaha Full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline MA.org. Michigan, call 1 800 270 7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1 800 Gambler or West Virginia, 1 800 Gambler.net, New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, here they are, Tiana, our first ever Blue Ribbon panel for our debut, the first couple of Philly sports. They met in a locker room. I mean, what's better <laughs> than that? The Eagles locker room. They love their Eagles, their Phillies, their Sixers, not as much their Flyers. They are winners at the game of life. Happy anniversary to them both. First, let's say hello to Colleen Wolf. You see her all over NFL Network, hosted podcasts over there. She just wrapped up another season with Dan Hanzoos, reviewing hard knocks, Aaron Rodgers. You heard he's a Jet now. Um, go check that one out. And then her, not better, how old ball and chain, whatever he is, the host of the lead <laughs> Starting five on Wondery every day, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of your time, and then you can go about the rest of your day so you can be a winner at the game of life as well. We're talking, of course, about Gonzo, John Gonzalez. What's happening with the two of you? Go Birds! What's up? Great to see you! Unprecedented introduction game. Just always (laughs) on point. Well, can I tell you something? Because I'm I'm a man of peace, Mm -hmm. I didn't mention... That, you know, Philadelphia and Atlanta, you know, there are, are there bad vibes to be had there between the Blue Ribbon um, panel today? Because we have to come together and solve some important business. I'm glad you yeah. didn't mention it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's terrible vibes. Like we we shared a Matt Ryan for a while. Uh, <laughs> like that felt like a good oh, co-parenting yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. I think like just the Phillies is maybe the only like real mm. rivalry. Yeah. Because the Eagles have just dominated the Falcons for so long that I don't really consider us as like, oh, we're right, you know. Um, do until I like the baseball postseason? No. <laughs> yeah. We have to that. talk about listen, we have to talk yeah. about pro football primarily, a little college, but I do want to ask. Don't you think, Gonzo and the Wolf, wouldn't it be nice? I know the Phillies are a wild card. If ever we could just cut to the chase, let's have the Braves and Dodgers settle the hash of the National League. <laughs> no one, we don't need the Phillies or the Brewers or I mean, come on. Let, let's just, Braves let's just and get Dodgers to. did just settle it, honestly. Best of nine. Best of nine is the way to go, right? The two yeah. best teams. We don't need these 86 win teams, correct? This feels Vito. like a trap. Yeah, no, you know, know. That. I've <laughs> yeah. invested entirely too much time in this Phillies team. Uh, I've watched more baseball this season than I think I have in the last decade. I was at the World Series last year and I saw them win game three and then the wheels came off. So no, Vito, uh, <laughs> I wish you good luck and good morrow until the postseason. <laughs> yeah. But once the postseason happens, no, absolutely not. All right. Okay. Listen. The Phillies will end their season at some point in October, right around the time Jimmy Harden doesn't return to play for the Philadelphia 76ers. (laughs) Right in the middle there, there will Mm -hmm. be Eagles football. Nay, all of pro football will be kicking off. So let's get into it here. I think everybody um, assembled understands what we're trying to do. It's pretty straightforward. We're going to rank things. And um, one, two, three, win, play, show is how we'll do it. And then we'll do a, a couple over unders as well here. And I think, you know what, we're we're on the subject with Sarah Tiana, her Braves uh, fandom and all of that. So let's start with that one, shall we? 
Okay. Sarah Tiana decided, I was talking to her the other <laughs> oh. day. Oh, this is good. <laughs> I was kibitzing with her and uh, she said, I, 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 sorry, I got to cut the call short because uh, I got to head over to Chavez Ravine. I'm going to see my Braves play the Dodgers. And I said, oh, you and your fellas, Chris Brockman, our pal, and uh, their nice little boy. Oh, going off for the yard to the yard for a, a family night. No, no, she told me. No, no, she's going alone. And I said, oh, oh, they, they're out of town then. Oh, cool. No, no, they're at home. She just would prefer to go alone. <laughs> First question to you, the wolf, do you approve or disapprove of this move? I could not approve more of this move. In fact, I'm giving her an applause right now. I okay. love it. Look, everyone needs a little me time. So whether that's going to the spa, reading a book, taking a nap, or going to a baseball game, you decide. I love it. I'm in. Thank well, you, Colleen. Me time is nice, but where I draw the line is when uh, is when you watch HGTV and the House Hunters show, and then the people are like, I need, at the end of the day, to be able to have a sanctuary where I can close the door and take off my emotional armor and and really reconnect. You know, let, let's shut up. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, Thank settle, you. settle down. Yep. But um, that is it for me? I mean, I just want to go. I keep score. I don't want any distractions. Okay. I got my little book. I don't, honestly, I just don't want people to see me screaming, get that bat off your shoulder, RC. You know, <laughs> like, I, like, I don't want them to see me scream at my own team. Hmm. Although it's been a lot better the last couple of years. Uh, so yeah. And then. I could just go there and that is my time to unwind. I love that you go and you score the game. That mm -hmm. is so fun. I took a red eye home to Philly a couple of weeks ago just so I could go to a Phillies game. And I ran into Gary Matthews there. And mm -hmm. he actually taught me how to score a game in the press box when I first started covering sports. And I still love it. Like, I, I yeah. didn't think that anyone still did it, though. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I still do it. And I have all the records, you know, like I have all the receipts for all the times we've lost to the Dodgers or the Padres <laughs> or whichever game. My grandmother actually helped me learn to keep score. She, she worked for the Oakland A's for 20 something years and she always kept score with her season tickets. She gave out the stuff at the gate and then she'd go keep score in her seat. So it's kind that's of a family so cool. tradition. Yeah. That's awesome. Tiana and her grandmother, Colleen Wolf, name dropping Sarge Matthews. Oh, yeah. Very subtle. Uh, yeah, see, like, yeah. this, that's where the wolf does all her business. So, like in, in Philadelphia's uh, stadiums and locker rooms, that's where she met yeah. her old man. That's where she's uh, learning how to keep score and everything else. <laughs> go ahead, uh, Tiana. What were you saying? I was just going to say, like, where do you guys go? Like, have you been to a sporting event by yourself before where you're not working? I don't oh. know. I mean, you have, John, right? Not working. I mean, I have a pretty standard policy that, and, and this is, I, I hate to even, I hesitate to say this out loud and it's being recorded and people will hear me say this. <laughs> and I realize what this makes me sound like. I assume we can curse on this unless I'm getting paid. I generally don't go to sporting events anymore. Yeah. It's such okay. a hassle. And like, okay. I, I realize how privileged <laughs> that is. I get it, but it's like, well, I got to get up and go. It's far. Then I, when mm -hmm. I'm done, I'm not home anymore. I got to go. I got to leave now. And then I got to mm -hmm. come back. And what about flying to London to go to a soccer game? Potentially <laughs> all right. alone. All right. That's, that's slightly different. I, <laughs> I, I, I do have a soccer tourism trip coming up. That's by that's yourself. True. Did you do this? Not by myself. Well, okay. Most all of the of last, the I, I ran into to our mutual friend, handsome Hank. Uh, mm -hmm. spent a lot of time with Hank in London. I was working, uh, but when I wasn't working, I was dragging, I was going to see some soccer games and then I dragged Hank who, despite being British has zero affection <laughs> for soccer. So yeah, he, he likes it, our gridiron over what they call it. football over there. Right. Uh, so that's painful for him, but yeah, generally, no, I, if I'm not getting paid, I'm, I'm, I'm usually mm -hmm. not going to a sporting event. Uh, I, I say fat man of the people. I go to the, I, <laughs> I hear you on I, I hear you on the back and forth though. The out the hour and fifteen in the parking lot mm -hmm. after a game is mm -hmm. anticlimactic at best. Mm -hmm. I I my most fame my, in my brain, my most famous uh solo um visit to a ballpark. I was in 98. 
I went to Wrigley by myself, right in the middle of the Maguire Sosa home oh, run nice. chase. That's cool. And it was the day that Sosa for half an inning took the lead when he hit a home run. And then Maguire in the next half inning re- tied him and then in extras <laughs> hit another one and then he never lost it. So, yeah, I have no qualms with going to a sporting event by yourself. What are the weirdest things, though? That's the question. And let's start with you, Tiana. Weirdest mm-hmm. place to go is somebody who is a veteran of mm-hmm. doing things that some people might raise an eyebrow at alone. I don't think there's a, something weird about going to lunch by yourself. I've been to movies by no. myself. I've been to oh, I've been to rock so shows fun. by myself until I got too old, and I was yeah. like, and I started looking around. I'm like, I think I'm 11 years older than anybody <laughs> in here, including the bass player. And I should uh, maybe Taylor I should Swift. cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you know me, Gonzo. That's super you know creepy. Me. If you're an adult man going to a Taylor Swift show alone, like you have some. I think we can move on. I think we yeah. just came up with. The, I just think we just uh, backed no. into the answer there. That's it. It's not a show. It's a Taylor Swift right. show by yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. weird. This is but let's see. Take same. a shot at it, Tiana. Is that your best answer there? I would also say roller rink. I think. Oh. A man or a woman alone at a roller rink, just doing laps, practicing roller skating. That's aging me because I grew up seeing that. We were like, oh, we're just here for an eight-year-old party, but you're here to practice. That's weird. What if it's it's on ice, though? What if it's an ice rink? But see, you should become a professional ice skater. So it could just, you could legitimately be practicing. Okay. You know when you see people at the ice rink and you're like, all right, nobody can do the spins. Like, why are you doing? All right. Uh, uh, let's. I think we should bore down on this one uh, <laughs> okay. because Colleen is uh, asking for a friend who's Colleen <laughs> who can do all of the spins mm-hmm. and moves mm-hmm. and does. Oh, okay. This is why I think I have such an affinity for sequins in general. Um, <laughs> it all started when I was figure skating. And I will say, though, if I go to an, a session that isn't like a freestyle session, if it's just like a public session where like kids are trying to learn how to skate and people don't know what they're doing, I find it weird when people who do know how to skate go in the middle of the rink and then do spins. Like, I just feel like it's just not that time. Like, it's like, well, we get it. You're good. We don't need that right now. This is not the time or place, even though you are on ice. Is so. that weirder though? Then um, it's like I always, I always see couples out jogging together, and I always think this is weird for at least one of them because what are the chances? What are the odds that they just so happen to run at the exact same rate and the same distance? <laughs> that now, now you're making concessions, and who? Why would you run with somebody else? Yeah. Is it like that with figure skating? You're good, the wolf. You like you're you're a high end. You were in the Olympics, right? in my mind yeah metal is around here somewhere first alternate whatever you were would it be weird for you and gonzo to go out skate together is it like why don't you just stay at home you can't keep up with me john i've tried to drag john onto the ice and it has not gone well he he Mm. does not want to go on the ice and i I respect that skating is kind of like an individual sport and Mm. i would rather just like go by myself for that we did it one time for a show that we used to do together back in Philly for the Inquirer. And I did not want to do this. The producers thought it would be quite funny because our skill levels were, she's extremely good and I've never been. And not only (laughs) did she like drag me around and spin me in uh, all kinds of different moves and make it super uncomfortable. But then there was a race that she organized between the small children who happened to be at the (laughs) rink and they also emasculated me. So yes, that was my first and last time skating. I think I'm like, I think I'm like on the on the cusp of being a weirdo at the amount of things that I enjoy doing alone. And I think that comes from just like <laughs> being single for a really long time where you're like, oh, oh I thought I you were going to say it's, it's that's that's from being married for a long time. I like <laughs> no. to do things alone now. <laughs> no, just like, yeah, you'd think like, yeah, being a mother. I'm like, oh, anytime I can just <laughs> get a break. No, I, I mean, I've traveled to Europe by myself, like just in Istanbul by my, I used to go to Dave and Buster's alone twice a week. (laughs) No, twice a week because to happy hour and watch games and then play games. (laughs) And I was saving up because now you can save your tickets on a card. And my niece was coming into town. So I was like, I'm going to save up 
a hundred thousand tickets and I'm going to get her an iPhone or something. So I did, I saved up a hundred thousand tickets and she came out here and her dad was like, she can't have an iPhone. And I was like, Oh, so she got squiggly fingers and a fan and I still have 90. Oh how did God. you make how did you make the majority of the ta- I love the idea, Tiana, yeah. on the what's the thing, the dance fever one where you have to do no, the dance steps like by yourself. Pay you tickets. Tickets. Dance Dance uh, Revolution doesn't Revolution, pay you tickets. Yeah. Uh the coin pushing games, those pay the most. And then one time my friend <laughs> Bennett. Do you and come I, to Vegas and play slots? <laughs> yes. Oh, very much so. I play slots on my phone. I have to practice. Um yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I love gambling alone too. That's the peak, right? But um, no, I would do the pushing game. And then one time my friend ben- Bennett and I went and the Wheel of Fortune game was stuck on 500 tickets. It was like, and we played that game for hours. It was like our version of bringing down the house. We were like, oh, <laughs> we're taking Dave and Buster's for everything. <laughs> Both Dave and Buster. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to change their name. Actually, one of them Dave died and busted. The witch nice. I don't know if I respect you all now more for being able to do things alone because yeah, you can stand on your own two feet, but it's also getting a little sad. I'll volunteer. I mean, this is an obvious one, and I feel bad even saying it, but prom. You don't want to go to the prom by yourself. And I wonder if do you choose like nobody nobody asked me, or everybody asked, said no, but I'm going anyway weird move or do you or, or or do you find it a bold stroke that is did this happen to you did you go to the problem <laughs> Pretty close. who are no. we talking about <laughs> well i i will tell you i did uh, i did go to the prom and uh at the after party um uh, i found my date uh, making out with somebody else oh yeah. Yeah. No. So, same Samesies. Is that, is that true? Yeah, really? that's true. She uh she was a, this is my senior prom. Junior prom was fine. Senior prom, <laughs> I asked uh a junior who mm-hmm. some might have said at the time, although I, you know, I've grown into myself, but some might have said at the time, slightly uh out of my league, but she said yes. <laughs> and uh at some point she disappeared and you know, off she went. You no, know, the bill came due, you know. I mean she you, you got to go with her, but obviously she <laughs> You know, at the end of the night, she's still going to be her. Um, all right. So have we? So let's move on here. But let's mm-hmm. decide when play show the weirdest things to do by yourself. I think <laughs> did I mean did Tiana nail it? Being a grown man going yeah. to see Taylor Swift alone. Yeah, yeah I think one thousand percent. That's it. That, that's you. our win. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our number one. I I mean, I don't want to. I feel like going Dave to Europe Buster's alone. <laughs> Europe alone does raise an eyebrow. But yes, Dave and Buster's. This is just the Tiana hour now. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> the things Tiana does by herself are weird. The ball game is the least. Scoring a game, going to <laughs> Europe. <laughs> it's good. I mean, I will say, Sarah, like I love to fly alone. Like I like oh. to travel, the traveling component of it alone. It's like I feel like I have time, like just to do whatever I want and peace. And I don't have to like really think about anything. I like that. So I'm with you on that. I, I like you, being on you realize I'm, I'm still on this show with you. <laughs> I enjoy traveling with you as well, but I'm okay. saying if I have to travel alone, it's not a terrible thing. Feels like a little it. bit of an attack. Just, you know, just on that out there. Going, Sleeping going alone. I love being in my house alone. <laughs> being married alone. Yeah, it's amazing. Married alone. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Going to the divorce lawyer alone. That I love that one. <laughs> Taking all my money alone. Yeah. <laughs> creating a separate banking account alone. Uh-huh. Writing, yeah. There's so many things that I love it's to do. Finding a new a husband list. alone. It's just all of these things that I can do alone. <laughs> Hanging out with my boyfriend alone. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yes. So okay, listen. I thought mm-hmm. that was a good, I thought that was a good example of win play show. I'm yes. trying to, like, is going to Vegas alone? Could that be the show? Uh, ironic, although the wolf is there, but you're doing it. I, would, there for I would love to go to Vegas. Alone. Okay, so not weird. All right. I'm going this I, weekend, but I, you know. Again, by run. yourself. <laughs> that, that to me would be a step too far, I think, just because a lot of, outside of gambling, which is mm-hmm. frequently a solitary pursuit, most of 
Vegas is like a communal atmosphere. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Unless you're yeah. like, I guess you could make some, we made some friends at the pool recently. I guess you could pull that off, but. Yeah, right? but trying to make friends solo at the craps table is weird. Hey, mm. so. Uh, I don't think so for Sarah. By yourself, I don't think she'd have a hard a time. No. <laughs> Here's one more that's a, l- a little more obvious is just not going. I, I go to breakfast by myself, lunch, <laughs> what a dinner even, although that gets a little weird. Fancy dinner by yourself. Can we agree that that would be show like just sitting there eating a eating a, a ninety dollar no. steak? I've done it and felt weird by myself. I love I mean, it. I love it. On, I disagree. I love it. Okay, okay. If you're on the road, if you're working yeah. and you're by yourself, what do you? What option do Fancy? you have? Fancy. Right? Well, yeah, if I'm not did. paying, if the yeah. shield is paying, <laughs> give me a steak. What else do we have? Surf and yeah. surf, absolutely. Oh, hi, Miss and Walensky, party of one. And by the way, when I eat alone, I always order a couple things because I can't ever decide. I'm really indecisive. And people always go, is someone joining you? And I go, no. <laughs> you know who's joining me? A to-go box. So just put it over there and I can talk to it if you want me to. If that makes you feel better as a waiter, but I'm doing just fine sitting here reading the news on my phone with no one talking my ear off about a subject I don't care about. I bet your husband, Chris, would find you fascinating if you ever spent time together. What an onion you are to peel. He's not my husband, if you remember. Just a boyfriend. Never. We're not married because he's never asked. But uh, that's also the way we like it. So I'm just, I put it on him. But again... Goldie Tiana. We, okay. we go on plenty of dates together, but it's just like every once in a while, I'm totally fine. Not next subject. Next subject. As we <laughs> debut this show, Deion <laughs> Sanders and his son yeah. Shadur and Travis Hunter and the rest of those guys made quite a debut last Saturday. They pulled the big stunner against TCU. Insane numbers. Clearly, the three best players on the field were all Colorado Buffaloes. What are the best debut performances in sport or out in the game of life? Gonzo, we start with you. So how many are we giving here? Are well, we, however many you want. If you have one that rises to the top, if you have four, do that. All right. So I'll, I'll we'll sprinkle them around. Uh, I'll start with one because you told me not to put any thought into this, but I, I did anyway. <laughs> I defied your orders and I thought about it. And outside of sports, I've I've had a long love affair with this product and I will always remember when it debuted because it kind of blew my mind. And to this day, I think it's hyper innovative. And that is the stuffed crust pizza. As Seinfeld said, it will be years before they find a new place to put cheese on a pizza. And guess what? They still haven't. That's how innovative this thing is. What a debut. He really loves it. He Very talks about it all the time. He wants to get stuffed crust pizza every Sunday. In fact, when we see the commercials, it's <sighs> this is one of his passion projects is some, uh, eating stuffed crust pizza. Some genius somewhere was like, there's already mm-hmm. cheese on the pizza. What if mm-hmm. we put cheese inside the crust? I hail yeah. that, uh, that scientist, that hero. Amazing. For, for doing that. You know, it's, it's similar to, you know, for all of man's recorded history, yeah, I don't know when chocolate was invented along the way, but there was salt. And then dark chocolate became, I think we can all agree, the best chocolate is be- better than milk chocolate. Yes. Milk is for the kids. <laughs> the dark is for, for the grownups. Mm-hmm. Um, but then round about the turn of the millennium, some genius was like, what if we put sea salt on the dark mm-hmm. chocolate oh. and the world was never the same and it's been better ever since? That's a great one. I don't know if that counts as a debut. Uh, The Wolf, how say you? Great debuts. Great debuts. Happened not too long ago. Was one of the best I've ever seen. Home debut for their team. Michael Lorenzen, the no-hitter. 14th in Philly's history. It was Mm -hmm. beautiful. Everything about that game was incredible. There were so many things that happened. But he stole the show and his whole family was there. It was so awesome. I, I would have throw that out. written down. I have that written down. It was like, no way. Yeah. Oh, Amazing. nice. I would throw out among baseball ones. Juan Marichal took a no hitter into the eighth inning in his first game out in San Francisco with the Giants. And Steven Strasburg struck out 14 in his debut back in 2010. 
it only counts for it was against the Pirates. So, you know, like it's really only like six or seven <laughs> strikeouts against <laughs> major leaders. But still a shout out to that. Those would be on the short list of baseball ones. Tiana, how say you? Well, I'll stay in baseball, actually, because I think Jason Dominguez's uh, debut with the Yankees over the weekend when he, in his first swing at the bat, hit a home run off of Justin Verlander is probably one of the coolest debuts to me. First day in the majors, first swing of the bat, he hits a home run off of the Cy Young winner. I, I mean, and he was a really highly anticipated prospect. So like coming up there and fulfilling that, even though, yeah. you know, obviously the Yankees, I would cheer for Al-Qaeda before them. But like, I, I'm still <laughs> saying that that is pretty dope. Like, I hope he strikes out the rest of his life. But I think that that is the coolest, <laughs> one of the coolest debuts I've ever seen. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I can, you can, I can move on if you want, but I, I do. Sure. Think that what else you really got? Funny. I would also say I loved Pearl Jam's first record. <laughs> 10, I thought was sure. like, I mean, yeah. Jeremy spoken, like got me through high school. So like, yeah, I middle got, school and really, high school. Yeah. I got bad news for you on that song. It's no. not a happy song. Ironic song to get you through well, high school. Yeah. I really did not like high school. Yeah. No, I, I, I still don't like it. I don't go back. You know? packing a lot of trauma. <laughs> I don't yeah. go back. Yeah, I don't go back. Yeah. Uh, no. I'll throw out a couple for you. Will okay. Chamberlain goes for 43 points and 28 rebounds in his 1959 Warriors debut. Um Tiana, you being a comedian, you know, one of the <laughs> legends, the the short list is Eddie Murphy. And uh, he put out that first record at 19, right? And crazy. it was gang, but I, I spun it endlessly uh, when <laughs> yeah. I was a little kid. I don't even, I, in hindsight, probably was inappropriate that old Mo Damashek wasn't paying better attention. But I, but either way, I listened to, to that one into the ground, but good. And speaking <laughs> of albums, the Ramones' first mm. album I, I bet you there got to be a ton of million great debut albums, but those are the ones that come to mind. And Pearl Jam, yeah, 10 also came to mind there, Tiana. I thought what about was- Harper Lee? If we're going to throw a book out there. One of the first, what was it, a first or second edition? And there was this really cool store in Vegas and yeah. they had all of these old books and uh, no one was in the store, but John and I, and <laughs> I had a bookstore in Vegas, <laughs> yeah. but it was really, really cool. And I still, to this day, use Boo Radley references. Like that book oh. was one of my favorites mm-hmm. and just like left such a mark on me. I, I love, love that, that one. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great call. I like the people who only do one thing and then they're like, well, that's it. I, I can't. <laughs> Confederacy of Dunces. The guy Brilliant. is writing it. And I mean, the story is fascinating. I, I, I think he killed him. Yeah, he, I, I'm pretty sure he killed himself before he finished it. And is that the story, Gonzo? And then his mom allegedly finished it or was the novel completed and then she saw to it that it got published but it's murky what happened there but then he's uh, but obviously he's gone it's one and done and that's uh that's kind of like eddie what's his name for the st louis browns the little guy who they put up at the plate he's three feet tall yeah and he, four pitch balls eddie goodell eddie good very nice wow eddie, eddie, eddie goodell Eddie Goodell, like, and then it's like, well, now, and he never did anything again. Oh, that one at bat, and he's, you know, his on base percentage is a thousand. It's a million Check, for all. I, I want to give you credit for really having your finger on the pulse here and bringing up Juan Marichal, uh, Will <laughs> Chamberlain, and Eddie Goodell because all the kids. I mean, this is what they're talking mm-hmm. about now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how well, how did Abner Doubleday do in his? Game? How about Check, Orson Welles? How about Orson Welles? <laughs> Citizen <laughs> Kane. Is that a cool? Is that oh uh, is that hipper for you? Here's a, a good one. one for you. Here's a more. Alan Rickman, his first movie is Die Hard. And right. he maybe is the greatest bad guy in movie history. And that's his his cinematic debut. That's a good one. Tua wins the national championship. That's a great one. Tiana's dogs. Comes in, replaces <laughs> Jalen Hurts. And I was. Wait, I, really I, I want to match you with a movie reference here. I know that it wasn't his. The touchdown. I know it wasn't his actual movie debut because he had done other movies. But I think it was for American audiences his debut and certainly like his coming out party, but Christoph Waltz and Inglorious Bastards. Mm. Landa, where did that guy one. come from? What a yeah, virtuoso performance. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks like he's what 45, is- 50. Right. That's like an Anthony Hopkins late stage of life. Yeah. emergence, Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like Billy Bob Thornton, like becoming famous in his forties or whatever, you know, but like, I mean, wasn't Jaws Spielberg's first 
movie or was it his just like first big movie? He made that one about the 18 wheeler chase or something. I forget what that one was called. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. That's a great one. one, Right. Mm -hmm. That's a great example. Yeah. Love that one. All right. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. The Vegas Knights, uh, who now have the Stanley Cup, go to the the Cup final in their first season. Too soon for Damashek's taste. I feel like you have to earn it. Not the team, but the fan base. I didn't care for it. Did they <laughs> one season? You know, you, there, there, there's, no, there, there's, there's, there's no emotional downside. It's only up. I've been yes. suffering. All these sports fans, like Philadelphia Flyers fans. You know, they're, they're sitting there waiting, they're biting their fingernails and wasting their lives in anticipation of cup number three for the last 50 something years. Then the Knights make the scene and they're playing for it in their first year. I didn't approve of it, but it still was. Spoiled. A scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to work for it. So I'm, crazy what good ownership and excitement in the fan base will do. For a team. <laughs> I always enjoy when Shek shakes his fist at a cloud and. You know, yeah. gets angry about something. So yeah. that was that was pleasant. Yeah. I yeah. I literally do it sometimes. Sometimes I'll wag my finger if you aren't careful. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> let's point right now, Tiana, at the Win Play Show greatest debuts in sports. Man, and- in sports, I mean, honestly, oh gosh, you're in charge. You you have the final put. You know, it's a spree decor until it's time for the Win Play Show reveal. Then you take over. I'm saying because Colleen and I had the same one, and so did John, that I'm going to put Michael Lorenzen as my winner because we all three came up with it. And maybe it's, you know, because it's historically like the most current, but (laughs) I think that that's all. You understand these two are going to go away at the end of this episode. I'm still going to be here. You don't have to curry favor with them. Well, don't ruin my day by reminding me of that. I'm just saying, like, that is my win. He's gonna finger wag you in a second. Yeah. I don't know so what, much I don't cloud. Know I don't know what's going on up. here. All right, <laughs> pacing it up here. Let's cut to the chase. We all know that the Kansas City Chiefs, even in a rugged AFC, are going to the Super Bowl. It keeps going that way pretty much every year. Who are they going to play? Give me your most confident foe. To, the, the team you're most confident will survive the NFC. I think the Kelsey jersey hanging over Gonzo's uh, right shoulder probably tips his hand. But let's start with you here, Gonzo. Yeah. Are you asking me for my, I mean, is this my head, my heart? No, no, no. Here? Not heart. Not heart. Not heart. This is, this is what you think is going to happen. There are people who are listening right now who might take your advice. It's a, well, that's a terrible idea by them. They're on their own. Uh, I would say one in one a here. And I would have the Eagles as one a, but if I'm, I'm actually doing it with my heart that I'm over my head, then I would say it's the San Francisco 49ers. I I think the Brock Purdy being healthy, uh, that defense is incredible. You know, I assume they're going to get Bosa back. They were already good last year. I think a full season of that. They Trey Lance distraction is over and done with. They're really, really good. And that division is not nearly as good, I don't believe, as the NFC East, which I think they're going to cannibalize each other a little bit. So I think the Eagles come in just a scotch below the Niners and the Niners get past them. I like I like a lot of what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I do. The question I have is and it doesn't ultimately uh, tell you what's going to happen with the 23 49ers, but. If we didn't have the evidence of Tom Brady in his sophomore year coming out of nowhere and then winning the Super Bowl, would anybody be picking the Niners right now? I know we have the Tom Brady example, but I think any confidence that you have in these Niners is in part owed to like, well, that guy did it. And, you know, he look at what happened with those Patriots. Why not the Niners here? Good coaching, great roster. Why not? I think it's because Tom Brady's probably one of one and Brock Purdy, I predict will have to sit at least one game, not because of injury, but because Shani will say like, let's give the other guy a shot here. Let's see if he's any better at this. Uh, That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I feel like Shanahan is like the worst coach ever. I I, I don't get it. He always (laughs) changes everything that's working at the last second. This is someone who's very familiar with him losing the the Falcons, the Super Bowl. I was there. It's like, oh, hey, running's been working all game. Let's stop doing that. Let's just start passing so that they we're constantly turning it back over and we're not running the clock. Isn't that a good idea? And he did the exact same thing uh, in the playoffs last year. And they skated by and then 
you know, everybody got hurt. He's also the reason those players get hurt because he runs all of his best players up the middle, which you should anyway, it's fine. What a I handsome man. It's not I, even I like the like the cut of his jib. Looks good. He's got on the great sideline. style. Sure. Good flat brain. Okay. So then he'll be in the win play show of the handsome, but I still don't even think he's as hot as the uh as the Vikings coach. Anyway, um You I, know what? I, he O'Connell's my sleeper pick for most handsome head coach too. Let's what? do that maybe next week. We'll Well, LaFleur is nice looking. He's, mm-hmm. I don't care. He's a little too precious with the facial hair shaving yeah. and everything. Not, I not think he knows nice. that he's good looking. Who like, is? I think he, I think LaFleur knows that like people think he's good looking. So he kind of leans into that, which I don't like. He's I don't, I don't care for hard, that. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so Tiana, uh, who's your pick- answer then? But my pick is the Cowboys. Honestly, I think they are a defensive juggernaut. I do think Dak is really good. I don't think he gets the respect that he deserves. I think if he is allowed to call some plays, then everyone else is in real danger. I think they have a lot of weapons on offense, but I think you can't look past Micah Parsons in that defense. The Texas I, Coast offense. I love that I'm you're buying you. into Mike McCarthy's style. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long journey for me with these Cowboys. A lot of Dak skepticism and everything else. Yeah. But late in the day at the 11th hour here uh, before the season kicks off, I am now in on the Cowboys with you. And in fact, I'm going to pick them to beat the Eagles and win the NFCs. The other two Whoa. teams. Oh, wow. Double boo. The Wolf. How say you? All no right. offense this- to you. Guys, what what are we talking about here? It's <laughs> going to be the Eagles. Uh, I don't. Even, I can't even believe what I'm hearing. They have such a good offensive and defensive line. Like they we they showed us last year how good they can be with AJ Brown there. And I don't even want to like. Please, that's that's the answer. Then it's the Niners, and then I would say it's probably the Cowboys. But I'm not going to put that officially on the record. So I'm going to roll the dice instead. And just go with like maybe the Seahawks as an under the radar team that could actually make a little bit of noise. I think that like everyone is so high on the Niners, but the Seahawks have such a good defense right now. Their secondary is so, so loaded and Mm -hmm. they have, I know Jackson Smith, the Jigba, their rookie receiver is hurt right now, but he's going to come back. And then you have that trio. I have no idea how defenses go up against DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett and JSN like it's just too good and Walker right back there you know a healthy Walker this year is going to be like Kenneth Walker is going to be a beast I think again I think that's I like yeah, the ad too. of Zach Charbonnet as well mm-hmm. out of UCLA he's a banger himself um the wolf the last thing I have for you though my skepticism about the Eagles is primarily owed to I mean obviously they have some losses on defense and a couple pieces on the on the mighty offensive front are on the wrong side of 32. Um, but uh, the both coordinators move on, no concern <laughs> on that front? Um, I mean, I guess maybe I should be concerned that the new offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, has known Jalen Hurts since he was in preschool. <laughs> and his dad, Jalen Hurts' <laughs> dad, coached Brian Johnson, the new OC, when he was in college. They have a very long relationship together. They've been rocking been all night long with together, With the team right? for three years, yes. Yeah, ACDC so no reference, there. Brian Johnson, exactly, yeah. got it? Okay. Big ACDC fan. <laughs> I'm an old man. What, 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 what am I supposed to do? I'm limited in in, in my touchstone to this point. I, I don't know who half the people are when I'm at the checkout line at the grocery store and I see the magazines. I've all officially crossed the threshold of on Us Weekly when it's like, oh, did you hear these two split? I'm like, I don't know who either one of them is. Sophie I, Turner, man. they finally are talking. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Joe Jonas. <laughs> Can I ask you this though, Colleen? Like, how worried are you and John? Like, how worried are you guys about the Super Bowl hangover? Is it a myth? Is it something that you are concerned about? I I feel like they got so close that yeah, they know they know exactly what they need to do to get there because they were so close that I mean, everyone it felt like they were going to win that game in the building. Like that first half, it was in the yeah. bag. They tasted it. Like if we did in the seats and we thought it, you know, they did. And then they had it snatched away. And I feel like if anything, that's going to light more of a fire than any other motivator ever could. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like it's a, sh- I go ahead there. Uh, no, yeah. no, I, I just like this. I don't get that sense from this team that 
you know, all of a sudden, oh, we got so close. And now how do we climb that mountain again? I mean, they are so talented on both sides of the ball. And for the, to get, peek just inside the Philadelphia psyche just a little bit, <laughs> for a team that lost the Super Bowl and had a bad play against that, you would think the fan base would be losing its mind and be white knuckling this thing. And nobody is, which is super weird. Like Philly mm. does angst and anger really well. Yeah. Comfortable. We, it's a strange feeling. Really? Cause that has never been my experience with a Philly fan. They yeah, always, exactly. It feels like Philly fans are overconfident. Oh, <laughs> like I've like all of my people, my friends wow. who are Phillies fans are like, Oh, I better buy tickets to the world series in game three or four, because it's not going to go to five. And That's... I'm like, Oh, you mean like the Astros are going to sweep you? And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like, oh, I, I, I am oh. not. I am not one of those. I am what I think Gonzo is describing. I would be haunted for the rest of my days if my team yeah. was in the Super Bowl. It's like we would have won the game if not for that one fumble, and mm-hmm. I would never get over it, even mm-hmm. if they. But I, you know what I do think? I think these narratives around like this team wants it and the men in this locker room and all that. I do think it matters that Jason Kelsey was on the fence and decided to come back. He's so beloved. I really mm-hmm. do think yeah. in all these storylines that are meaningless, ultimately, I do think that one matters. I think that those guys probably would love to get one for Kelsey. Um, before and I don't think anybody is going to be upset. Like who doesn't like Kelsey or Hurts? You know what I mean? Like these are two like, incredible like even like Devonte, like all these great guys like to me my concern is always uh to me i'm just not sold on sirianni i'm just like i, I don't know i don't know how good of a coach he is yet and this year i'm gonna find out you I, feel it kind of feels a little zach taylor-y i right. need to rewind like, here for right. a second Shaq, you said they want to get one for kelsey he has one. Did we forget about? I know he them? got. No, I know he got one. But I mean before and before Tom Brady with their backup yeah. quarterback uh, in right. Minnesota to win their uh, first ever one Super Bowl. One of the best ever. I was I was there with you. I was in the joint that Kevin night. Kevin Hart but, drunk on the field. Yes. Oh, so good. Best. I'm still uh, the the that Super Bowl trip is the the thing that. Uh, this is sad that comes to mind before any of that, that uh, miraculous game. The thing I think about is the night before when we were sitting in the bar and I looked over and uh, the guy at the table next to us sitting alone, by the way, um, on his laptop had removed his shoes and socks. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? You're you're, you're, There's food being served, sir. There are people Mm -hmm. out trying to have a nice time. (laughs) And you got your your socks on? What? I still to this day, whenever I'm on a plane and I see anyone with their shoes off and bonus, <sighs> if their socks are off, I immediately will either think of Shaq or go yep. one step further and send him a zoomed, zoomed in <laughs> shot of the bare feet. It brings me I so get, much joy. I appreciate the instinct, but it's bad ultimately, <laughs> because now I'm being punished for announcing publicly my hatred of men's bare feet in inappropriate places like at a restaurant or on an airplane. And as a result, now everybody sends me pictures when they see it. I, thought, right. I want less wait. of it, not more. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. It's one a public one super like quick story. When Sheck and I flew back from the draft in Philadelphia, we sat next to each other. And I will just never ever forget the horror on Sheck's face on the plane when the woman next to us. She had on flip flops, and then she took her feet out of the flip flops and put her feet on the back of the, uh, the, the chair, the seat, and then started smearing her feet down the magazine. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Yeah, we're trying to have a society living room. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap that win play show up with this. I think it's out. Everybody is in on the Niners. Everybody's in on the Eagles. I am with you, Tiana, the Cowboys. I think it's a pretty short list of teams, not that can make the playoffs, of mm-hmm. course, but that can actually get through a minimum of two games and get to the Super Bowl. I have my doubts about the Lions. Uh, ability to to do that, no matter how special this year is. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm with you on the Seahawks, though. I think that's the the line in the yeah. same. I, everybody under that, from the Lions or Vikings, um, and the Packers, probably not ripe enough to get there. I think we named the teams that have a real shot. Right? Did I forget anybody there? Any spaghetti? I don't want to leave anybody out. I know you want to say your Giants uh, have a shot again there, but uh, come on, we don't have time. <laughs> um, all right. Let's uh okay, let's go real fast action here. Mm-hmm. Win play show. I, I'm sorry, not win play show. Over under 
The Wolf, I'm going to start with you. How many games okay. will those uh, aforementioned Philadelphia Eagles win this year? They will win at least 12 games. Wow. So not uh, not much of a drop from <laughs> the miracle season of 2022. Gonzo, how say you? I also had them at 12. I think that a slight ah. regression because I think the division will be better, but they're still going to be really good. Sarah Tiana, how say you? So I'm going to go 11. I think, uh, you know, the, the Eagles play the Cowboys twice this year. I think those games are going to be really close. I do think they lose to the Commanders in one of those games. Um, you know, they play the 49ers. I think that's going to be a hard fought battle that has so much momentum that's going to be talked about coming up to that. So I think, uh, yeah, I have to go with 11. I'm going, by the way, I agree with you about the division being tough. And I especially am uh, keeping an eye on Sam Howell and yeah. his commies. I think from, a, I, I drafted him in my fantasy league. I you did? He, he, I, I know it's crazy. I, I bought him for a dollar, but <laughs> in an auction league. But I, I think he's going to run some. He's He's got the ability to do it. He's not shy about taking on defenders. And he can throw that deep ball. And they have a lot of weapons yeah. there. I bet you he's going to have a surprisingly decent. I didn't say he's going to the Super Bowl. I think the other, a, a pretty nice year. The other thing that the commanders have is zero pressure. You know what I mean? Like you're, the Eagles yeah. have a ton of pressure. There's a lot of expectation. There is zero expectation on the commanders, especially with new ownership. And when you're playing from that place, you're like, oh, this is all just house money. Curse is supposed to get you. It's taken down many mm -hmm. people when you're supposed to do it. That's an added uh, weight on those shoulders. Okay. Number of Lombardis next to name its lonely Lombardi this time next year, as you may have heard, Aaron Rodgers. That was his first statement to the world as a New York Jet that name is Lombardi's looking lonely. Well, what are you going to do about a guy who hasn't been to a Super Bowl in 13 years? <laughs> the Wolf, how say you? Will there be there, there, an extra one there by this time next year? An extra Lombardi? There will year? not. No. There will not. I'm so sorry. I would love to buy in on it. I really loved hard. Knocks. I did the Hard Knocks recap pod with Dan Hansis. We did deep dives every single week. I'm super on board with this team. But the AFC is just so difficult right now. If the Jets were in the NFC, I would say absolutely. They're right. probably the biggest challengers to the Eagles for a Super Bowl this year. But I just don't see them in this first season, in this iteration, going and beating the Chiefs wow. or the Bills or the Bengals or whoever. I don't know why that hasn't occurred to me. Which teams, right? How many AFC teams would be at worst like the second best team in the NFC? Right? <laughs> We're like in the top three. That really is wild. Gonzo, how say you? Aaron Rodgers, over under half Lombardi trophy added to the case that exists right now with that one name if uh, Lombardi from way back. The hard knocks recency bias is real. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for me for 20 straight years. Every team that goes on that show, I am convinced is going to be really good. I mean, do you remember going back to like when the Texans had Bill O'Brien? I said to Colleen, I was like, I don't know. Those Texans could be pretty good. They were terrible. Uh, I actually, I do believe the Jets will be good. I think that they could, they could win that division. Although um, I think the Bills slightly better there, but no under on them winning the Super Bowl. no extra trophies. It's a tough, it's a really tough conference. Mm -hmm. I mean, just getting out of the division, let alone the conference, is going to be difficult for them. I don't think we've talked enough as a society about Bob Sala being a little weird and trying too hard yes. in oh. the, it, with his speeches and everything. But that reminds me of the low point in Hard Knocks. One team right out of the gate I knew wasn't going to be good was at Mike Smith's Atlanta Falcons. When he, <laughs> yeah. when, he addressed, when he addressed the team, the opening thing was him and he was wearing his Tevas. I was like, yeah. well, that's it. I mean, that's not a leader. <laughs> well, they're, we are going to be good this year. It's like the third year of a three-year plan, and I have a lot of faith in them. I literally have Bijan in every fantasy league that I am in, and I have the number one pick in one league. So I think I'm sold on that. But for the Jets, I, I'm not buying them as winning uh, the trophy this year. I do think if they stay on the path that they are on and the, the with the product that they are building, I think a combination of young and old talent, like veterans and youth is really, really helpful in this league. And I think the receivers are so young. And especially if you're letting Aaron Rodgers dictate to them what they should be doing and you're having him coach them, you're on a path to success. But I don't think Robert Sala is a good coach. Although the one I thing love, that, I love Robert Sala. I, I, I love him. I'm so sick of yes. the crow, the crow 
But the one thing that he said last night when he was like, when a coach says, well, you guys played hard. And he goes, you, I'm going to kick your like yeah I was like oh all right maybe I like him now like I didn't like him I love this him. whole season and now I'm like all right I like you I've never but I can't recall a team including the coaches more self-impressed than the Jets are right. and they're the Jets I, I mean I know it's like easy yeah. to make jokes about them but really you guys have done nothing mm-hmm. you have a good defense forever and then you got the fancy QB you've accomplished zero like you, you didn't like, oh, tough luck losers, 11 <laughs> wins. And we saw we still didn't get in the playoffs last year. Some more meat left on that bones. Like you're the Jets who the, 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 the over the skis with like, and, and the, uh, the defensive coordinator, the swooning over Aaron Rodgers is a little creepy. Jeff right? like, oh, Love him he's too. all ours boys. He's yeah. all, he's all ours boys. He's our QB. Get that. Like what? That, chill out. Everybody yeah. over there is that, is that, is the bottom line. And, um, so yes, yes, they're going. They're going okay. under, and they will, I don't have gone to. I don't more, know how to make sense. I will say they. They're not winning this Super Bowl. They're not winning. They're, they they make. They've the gone to more so Broadway they, shows than playoff games. That's why <laughs> they got to finish the wall in that hallway. I nice. mean, that alone is very daunting that they need to do. So. Huh. Wow. I'm glad for Nate Hackett that he got a mascot gig after his uh, <laughs> horrible 2022 yeah. that he still landed on his feet. I'm all in on them. All right. Let's round it up here. It's the main event every week. We'll do it every week here. We'll give you our best plays for the weekend. Gonzo, start us off. Win, play, show, any sporting event uh, on Saturday or Sunday. Which ones are you circling? We were talking about the Jets. I'm excited to watch the Jets. So what, what they're, uh, they're getting two and a half, right? Against those bills at home. Feels like a good one. I like that one. I like that. That's your favorite play of the weekend. Having looked at it for <laughs> all of 15 seconds. Uh, yes, it is. Dave Kamashek. Perfect. Before you go, Tiana, I will tell you mine real fast here. Win. And I, okay. I know why you think I'm doing this, but I really do think it's the best play on the board on our opening Sunday. Pittsburgh Steelers plus two and a half oh. at home. Doesn't sound like Bosa is going to play. I don't know if Kittle's going to be out there. Shanahan, for what it matters, over his, what, five years there as the head coach of San Francisco, they've gotten out of the gate a little slow. So I love the Steelers, all the hype uh, notwithstanding. Uh, my place, Washington commies laying seven against the Cardinals who announced that they don't want to win games. That feels to me like a good reason to take the other side, not just this week. In <laughs> fact, that's a, your survivor play for week one, in my opinion. And then the show for me, Seattle Seahawks at home against the uh, deficient Rams. Little spooked by that one. I think they're going to come out wanting to have some pride, the Rams, but it'll go away quickly. Still, I'm going to say Seahawks laying five there. Tiana, how say you? Okay, so I, uh, first of all, I agree with you with the Steelers. I am all in on the Steelers because, you know, I I love the Georgia Eagles, but the Steelers have some of my Georgia. We have the offense on on the left side of the Keystone State. We have all the Georgia offense. (laughs) Yes, you do. Yeah. So, so, you know, Pickens and Darnell Washington and I'm like, pick it to Pickens. I'm so sold on that. And, um, so I think that Steelers 49ers game is one to watch. I also think the Alabama versus Texas game on mm-hmm. Saturday is something I'm really going to be paying a lot of attention to because I think Quinn Ewers is a Heisman candidate, like a for real one. <laughs> I know we're all very excited about Shador right now, but like for real, I think Quinn Ewers is an incredible quarterback and I loved watching him play last year. I think he's only going to be better this year. And then I will say Bill's Jets on Monday. Well, which one are you so leaning into? Which one are you, wh- wh- Texas, Bama? Which one am I most excited about? No, which one? Are- oh, Texas, Bama. Oh, I think Texas can win that game for Texas sure. Texas wins it straight sure. up. Fascinating. Straight and up. then what was your last sure. one? I'm sorry. Bill's Jets and who, Monday. And who do you got now? I took the there Jets plus two and a half, or you're taking them straight up yeah. a winner. Okay, Colleen Wolf, give us mm-hmm. some final scores, if you will, from uh, college or pro football or baseball, <laughs> whatever you want to do. <laughs> what? Phillies, Marlins. Phillies and Marlins. Oh, wait. Okay, Marlins is a really, it's a really good, uh, you know, wild card spot jockeying game for this week. These games really are important between Phillies and Marlins they this week. Are. Okay, I'm gonna give you. Um, let's see. I have all of my game picks for week one right here in handy. So perfect. Look at you. Um, how about a little, 
I don't like the fact that I took the Cowboys, but I did. I got the Cowboys 24-20, and I hate that 24, for, 20. for okay. me. Um, I did. You know what? I love I love the Steelers this year, and now I'm going back on my own pick because I had originally picked the Niners 24-17. You can still book that if you want, but I think overall, the Steelers, they're going to be a team that they go to the playoffs like no one I feel like is giving them the love that they deserve in this division that I think the AFC North is going to be one of the most competitive divisions in all of football this year. I love Kenny Pickett and George Pickens with Matt Canada, like second year mm-hmm. I was there at training camp. Like that whole vibe is so good. TJ Watt coming back and the rookie Nick Herbig, who is awesome. He's like a little mini TJ Watt. They both went mm-hmm. to Wisconsin. They both play the same position and TJ Watt was talking about how he was like Nick Herving was already stealing all of his moves. I love that. Um, I'm also they're deep. The question to me, it's about eight. It's about Matt Canada, the cynicism around him, and that's it. They are deep, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. The Steelers. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you one more. Packers twenty four twenty one. Ooh, fun against Packers, against Justin yeah. Fields and company. I love that one. Yeah. Um. Hey, listen. I thought this was a lot of fun. What did you think, the wolf and uh, so fun. And Gonzo? So fun. You ripped me away from the Vegas pool, but that's okay because this was more fun. Big stunner. <laughs> we went a little longer than I anticipated. I know that. Who could yeah. I know anybody who knows. Well, <laughs> you know what? You can make your little wise cracks. <laughs> Listen, but I am mm-hmm. going to say. The added time just added to to my pleasure. And that's it. Anytime we get to see your smiling faces is good time for us. So thank you for having (laughs) us. We love you guys. Uh, You guys are the best. Thank you so much for joining us. The lead starting five with Gonzo. Make sure you check it out each and every day. Start your sports day off with that one. And the Wolf football season is here. You'll be seeing a ton of her all over NFL Network and beyond. We appreciate the both of you. Good luck to the Eagles this year. Go Birds. Go Birds. And now a quick break. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. There they go. And Tiana, let's follow their lead. We've said it all already. We'll be back with another episode of of, uh, this Huey and Applesauce, and it'll be next week, right? Yeah, it'll be next week. Did you enjoy it okay? We still got some room to grow a little bit. Not really. I didn't have a very good time. So okay. um, this right. will probably be my last one. This would be my show. What if uh, I, no, I remove it? You're the best. What if it's just Gonzo, the wolf, and you? Maybe that would be about. I think we can all agree. That's I'd rather listen Gonzo, to Gonzo, the wolf, and you is actually a really good name for <laughs> something. Good. All right. Great stuff, uh, Tiana, Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. Thanks to uh, to Gonzo and the wolf. They are truly the best uh, in the biz and uh, lovely people to boot. Um, And we'll be back on the other side of the weekend for you with another episode of the brand new Extra Points. Maybe we should call it the Win Place Show. What do you think about that? We'll, We'll consider that for next week. Until then, thanks so much, sports fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.